Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh. With me on the phone, Chris Koffler. I have no nicknames for you. I have no um, whatever I do at the beginning of the show because I, I just I don't know how Dynamite was, so I don't know if you liked it or not. So I can't really tell me. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Did you like it? Uh, I, I gave it a very much a Josh rating, Oh, oh I would say. You know, um, you, this has been a... You know, people on Twitter call me a Mark, and, and I'm an AEW. We know which side you're on. You know, that's what people tell me all the time because apparently mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm in the elite or whatever. Yes, I do enjoy the elite, and um, I enjoy AEW. But, man, it has been a chore to watch these shows lately. It has been very difficult to get through from 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern. It's been every week, week in, week out, for a long time. Um, with the exception know, of the one show, what a couple well, of, of course, weeks there's going to be outliers. There's going to be good shows, but overall in general, yeah. the vibe of the show has been very difficult to get through. And last night, I'm only bringing this up because last night I had plans to take one of my kids out to, um, you know, dance class because mom, you know, mom couldn't take her. Mm-hmm. And I said, sure. Without, a, without a question. Sure. Why not? Yeah. It's eight o'clock. Okay. I didn't care. It's become, I don't want to say it's becoming like Raw or, or SmackDown, but it's coming to the part where it's like, I just don't care if I catch it or not. I'll watch it on YouTube. Yeah. I'll watch the clips on Twitter. The show hasn't been the same at all in years. And I must say, Months. you gave us a pretty good preview summary of what was going to happen on your on Twitter. <laughs> going down the list, I mean, you pretty much hit, I think, most of them. Right on with what was going to happen. You know, I heard, um, I heard, I heard MJF cut a babyface promo. Fuck, you know that's that's why I said Christian's the best heel in the business right now because he's not pulling this cheer for me, boo me, just give me attention. Christian goes out there and just gets heat. I it, yes. was this a babyface promo from MJF? I don't think I paid much attention to the four pillar stuff. If I'm being off, uh, honest, I don't. I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's been so bad. Yeah, it was just so. Yeah, it's very mid, as MJF would say. It's it's been two weeks in a row now. I think where the only thing we've been interested in is from what nine forty or nine forty five to ten o'clock and. And the rest is just kind of forgettable right now. It, that's just the state of the show. And, and is it too much going on with Tony Khan, with Collision, with with Punk? Um, you know, Phil over there, getting, not people think he's getting sued. No, he's not getting sued by AEW. He just was served um, paperwork saying you better show up to work. Uh, there's, you know, so much going on. And when there's so much going on in your life, in general, you miss details. You just do. And I feel like there's so much going on in Tony Khan's life right now with his ROH, with setting up New Japan um, Forbidden Door, with everything. He just is lacking in the detail of stories. And it's just, like, think about the Orange Cassidy story right now overall. There is a story to this international championship. Whether people want to believe it or not, there is a story being told. The story being told is a underdog who fights every single week and he's slowly losing momentum and barely winning matches, barely. 
he's on like the last of string, your last straw. That's the story. That story sucks. Yeah. Why couldn't we have a monster heel just beat his ass? Why couldn't we have Jay um, uh, Switchblade come in and not um, go against a super hot, red hot Ricky Starks at the time? So, so then you book yourself into a corner where somebody has to lose. The red hot guy who's brand new and the red hot guy who's coming off a title match with MJF. You just fucking blew them both up. You ruined it. Why not have Jay White come in and attack Orange Cassidy and boom, there's your fucking feud. And then this match is leading into uh, Double or Nothing this weekend. Where we have a red yeah. hot, where we have a red hot baby face on his red hot run, and then you have an up and comer new guy who needs the rub, and then they could have had their match, and there could have been a story there. Instead, we get meaningless match after meaningless match. You know, you know, what I didn't realize until I saw something yesterday on it. I didn't realize he's already he's currently sitting at like two hundred and twenty five days as champion. Isn't that crazy? It's. <laughs> Pack had it for 108 days. He's had it more than twice as long as Pack ever had it. And there's zero, not one story was told. Yeah. That isn't, that's the saddest part. Not one story has been told. And that right there is attention to detail. Where is the storytelling? So we're just having yeah. random matches over and over and over, and then we're going to have a battle royal because you don't want him to get pinned? Come on, man. That sucks. That's not good enough, man. This is not. I mean, it brought you know people. He's a, a baby face that a lot of people not named Josh enjoy. And, you know, I saw, obviously, they've been pushing it on the show, so it did make it feel relevant. But, like, at this point, there should have, like you said, there had to have been some story to it, something because that's all, like, if we look back at this run is, oh, he had, you know, he just, a lot of open challenges, beating a lot of random people. And the story, yeah, there's a minimal story there, but it's not good enough. It, we need more. You know, and people will say, well, Cena had a U.S. Open championship, right? Yeah, it was, it was spectacular. Every week, you didn't know who was coming out. But guess what happened? A Kevin Owens came out, and guess what happened? There was a feud. There was a story. The open challenge was the vehicle to get a story going. Yes. So there was a story at the end of the whole entire thing, and it told a perfect story. This one is like, oh, we're having a, a battle royal. Why? I don't know, because 21 people walked in Tony Khan's office. Whatever. <laughs> no. Ungood. Unexcusable. <laughs> That's your yeah. that that's if that happened in WWE, we would be going crazy. But since it's AEW and the AEW fan base doesn't like they they do no wrong. They think they do no wrong. Just like WWE thinks they do no wrong. It's it's ridiculous. No. It's, it's lazy. Nobody could be happy with this story. No. And then what? Then you have someone um toss him over the top rope, and then he went some some guy wins the title and what? Does he really feel? Does that really feel important? He didn't pin nobody. He didn't beat. He didn't defeat Orange Cassidy. He threw him yeah. over the top rope. So that makes yeah. the title. Win. And it won't even necessarily be the guy that wins the title through him over the top rope either. Exactly. It could be someone else. Exactly. Well, hopefully now they've, they've got a little bit of a spotlight on it. Hopefully after double or nothing, they'll put the right person 
put the belt on the right person and, and can start really making something of that belt. We'll get into the preview because I have some predictions on that belt yeah. in particular. But that's just something that just bugs me about the show. There's so much more that bugs me about the show lately. More bad yeah. than good, which I don't want to see. But, but here's the thing that I don't understand real quick. Yeah. Like, we talk about, like, they've lost some touch, right? Something's just not right. But what did we get two weeks ago? We had an absolute banger of a show. So they're still capable. They still know how to do these shows that everyone wants to, that is must see TV. So why do we keep getting these forgettable episodes of dynamite when you clearly could make good stories and build stars and put people on the show that we want to see? Why, why do we keep, I don't know. It's just kind of puzzling to me because it's one thing as if they kind of forgot how or, or got, you know, the right people aren't there anymore, but clearly they do know how to do it. Two weeks ago, we were just raving about the show, and then it's right back to it's getting a little tougher to watch. Very tough. Very, very tough. I did watch the last 15 minutes of the show. That was okay. It was okay. That's all you needed to watch. That was all right. Um, but let's go on to some news. Um, some little, Just two little nibbits of news, and then we'll go straight to the uh, pay-per-view breakdown because we do have eight matches to talk about. The first news, big news, um, I saw it, not live as it happened, but I was following it all on Twitter um, when it did happen. So I didn't watch it, but I saw literally right when it happened. Mercedes Monet um, was fighting Willow, Willow Nightingale, yes. for, the new, Willow. for the New Japan Strong Style Women's cha- I fucking don't know. I don't know. It's a, it's a new belt, brand new. And um, Sasha or Mercedes was supposed to go over. And she, they had a top spot where I guess she was supposed to. Uh, Willow was on the inside of the ring. Mercedes was on the outside, and she was climbing up the top ropes. Willow hit her or whatever, or Mercedes slipped. She was supposed to fall on the apron, but fell straight to the ground. And it's been confirmed she broke her ankle. Yep. So this ruins a lot of stuff. Um, I don't know if she's going to be able to go for Forbidden Door. But what this does lead to is a rematch with Willow which if Tony is smart he would get Willow so much TV time now he would give her he would cha- he would make her one of the top six women right now because she's going to need it that build against Mercedes whenever it happens and Tony Khan needs to be a part of it now I know you skipped over most of Dynamite. I don't remember when it was, but they did have a video package. Oh, oh yeah, I know. And um, okay. some people were very upset with the video package because she is an AEW star, and they gave her thirty seconds. Now, I, the, my takeaway from that is not that she's an AEW star and got thirty seconds. My takeaway was you had Mercedes being shown. On AEW TV. Oh no, that was great. Yeah, that that was that was cool. Everyone, yeah, that that's great for the for the casuals who don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's who's that? Oh, wow, I remember her. So yeah, that is that is great. But it just sucks. Um, you know, if that was Kenny Omega, he would have got more time. If that was someone else, but I get it, it's Willow. But hey, you know, th- she's winning titles in, in New Japan. She needs to be pushed because. Whatever she's doing, I love Willow. I think she's great. I think she's great. Yeah. She does. I really do. She's a good baby face. If the crowd's always behind her, but her like sky blue, they just have 
full-time jobbers, and when you know they're in a match, they're losing every single time, and it sucks. Yeah, pretty much. Can't make I'm wondering, though, like, what, is, what does New Japan do now? Like, what does Willow do? She probably thought she was going over there wrestling a match <laughs> and then coming home, and, like, now she's like, oh, now I'm their champion. Like, what do you do in that spot? She, you know she, what I mean? She defends it at, um, she defends it at uh, Forbidden Door and loses. Easy. Yeah. Done. Like it doesn't have to be a on the it could be on the freaking pre show you know, I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what you do who knows who knows that's their problem not our problem yeah you know, what do you do with Willow it's not it's not like she's on TV a lot anyway so yeah but I was wondering you know would she need to go back over there but yeah I guess if they just have her drop it immediately to somebody else now but man that just that kind of do they want a hot shot their brand new belt though. You I know mean, what I mean? I mean like it was supposed to go to Mercedes. Now it's with Willow, and then it's going to be with someone else. And AEW did it with the trios titles. Yeah, they did when they had to. So New Japan will when they have to. I mean, it's just yeah, it's just business. Who knows? But hey, um, this so many that you know. Before we go to the next topic, but Mercedes has been hurt a lot in her career. Um, do you think this had to do with like? WWE say, now nah, we're not going to invest much in you because you're injury prone. Because she is. Every time she got a title, she got hurt. Um, you no. know, she's missed a lot of time to, due to injury, and she's, she's you know, not young anymore. It sucks, man. That's all. Cause I, I, she, I bet you she, they had an awesome match lined up for her Forbidden Door. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. She was probably going to not headline it, but be one of the headliners, and now she might miss it. Might. I don't know how long a broken ankle takes. Yeah, don't. that's going to be tough to really. We don't know the severity. I don't know the severity of it, at least. Yeah. No, I think with it being right around the corner at this point, that probably, probably not. It would take a lot. I don't even know. Maybe she can tough it out and kind of have a match, but do you really want to? Do you want to give everyone a match at fifty percent, or do you want to wait and give everyone your next match at a hundred percent? You know. Hey, all I know is um, Cody Rhodes is going to wrestle with a broken arm, legitimately, like he says it's broken. Triple H confirmed it on Raw, broken arm. He's still going to wrestle Brock Lesnar, so Mercedes toughen up. Yeah, but that's one thing. You can wrestle with your other arm, but you can't. It's hard to hop around on your other foot, you know? How are you going to wrestle with a broken arm? It's the dumbest story I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. (laughs) Stupid WWE. (sighs) All right. So there's some video game news after five years of development, or I don't know how long. Who knows? Feels like it. They're, they're um. <laughs> now look, I'm not a snob for graphics. I'm really not. Yeah, me neither. But if I'm spending seventy dollars on a game, it's got to look better than that. It just does. It just has to. I'm not playing the Nintendo Switch. What is it going to look like on the Switch, man? If it looks like that on PlayStation, what's it going to look like on the Switch? Anyway, um, I'm excited. June 29th, I believe it comes out. Are you getting it? I will probably eventually get it, but I'll probably also wait and see. I, I very rarely, very rarely do I ever buy a game right away. I usually kind of wait and see, let people talk, you know, watch some gameplay videos and check it out and Tell me if something's really bad about it. Because I feel like a couple of times when I jump the gun and I'm like, oh, super excited for a game and I go buy it. I always have buyer's remorse. And like, man, if I could have waited like a few weeks or a month, I would have realized I don't want this one. 
But being that it's AEW's first ever game, I'll probably get it, at least at some point, even if not immediate, at some point soon. You are the opposite of me. I'm the kind of guy who's like, okay, I'll wait for when, when Hogwarts came out. That was the last game I bought besides, no, I bought Odyssey, but I plan on buying Odyssey. Hogwarts, is this, this, this is the story. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get Hogwarts, but I want to see the reviews first. I want to see... You know, is it worth it? Is it going to be open world like we think it is? Like, I want to see everything because I'm not wasting 70 bucks for a game that's Mm -hmm. just going to suck. So, (laughs) weeks and weeks of me just watching videos and watching videos. And and, and, so I guess I did do my research, whatever. I I pre-ordered that shit. I pre-ordered it and I got it like six days early. And I'm the most impulsive buyer when it comes to video games of all time. So, (laughs) so... So I'm the opposite of you, especially, you know yeah. why, this this is why they did it, people. The buy now option on your console. You don't even have to wait. You don't have to go to the store. It's so dangerous for people like me. And I know there's many people like that who are like, I want to play NHL 2K, and you just buy it. And then you, you reg- buy it now, and, yeah. then, and then you regret it, and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to get it. I really enjoy WWE 2K. I really enjoy it. I play it daily. Oh, I know you love it. I play it daily. I play it literally. It's so much fun. There's always things changing, you know, patches, updates. You know, they're adding wrestlers, um, you know, monthly. It's a really good game. WWE 2K23 is the best video game I've ever played for wrestling. Yeah? By far, yeah. By far. Not even close. Um, You know, last year's was good. WWE 2K22 was good. But you can tell that because because they they took a break for between I think twenty twenty one no they did they had twenty two they didn't do twenty one they had twenty so they didn't do, they didn't do twenty one so yeah, they switched I think that was about the year that they they, they, stopped. they switched everything and then twenty twenty two last year was like their okay this is our reboot and then we're gonna grow off this so this year got fucking just ten times better. Because yeah. of they, the groundwork they already laid, then they added war games, then they added all these new game modes, and they fixed a lot of stuff. And now you can walk out with two belts. Like they just changed back then. If you if Roman Reigns had two belts, he couldn't walk out with both. Now you can. Just so you know, so many different things um, and That's better good. improvements. So anyway, back to the AEW game. This seems more like a smash 'em video game, like you play with your kids. That's what I thought it was going to be. Like it was going to be different. The, uh, the WWE 2K is more what simulation style, more in depth, and I always thought the AEW one was going to be more of an old school button masher type game. So I expected the graphics to not be as good. I expect it to be a lot less complex, like just more pick up and play type game. So I mean, I. I'm excited for it. Then why the know. hell did it take fucking four years? That I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. I wonder if that's just Kenny. If Omega was as heavily involved as, as all the reports said, and if he was looking at it like, hey, this has got to be right. I don't like the way this looks. We got to do this over again, you know, kind of stuff. I'm definitely excited for it. When it hits the store on PlayStation, I'm sure it already has. I don't look at the store because I don't have any freaking money anymore because I just bought freaking Odyssey. But anyway... Guys, video games are fucking expensive now, man. Like, they are. I, they're insane. Even like Nintendo Switch games, they're not as good quality as PlayStation 5. They're just not. I can't believe they're the same price. 
It's, yep. like, it's like, hey, hey, do you want a Toyota Corolla or do you want a Maserati? But they're the same price. Same price. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Nintendo does not, and that's the thing with Nintendo. They they very rarely put stuff on sale. Everything just stays the same price forever, it feels like. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sitting here like, oh, I'm going to buy Mario Odyssey. It's still brand new price, like sixty nine nine or whatever it is. I'm like, no, this, this I will say it, at Best Buy, as of yesterday, you can get like $4 off. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter. I already bought it and I already beat it. <laughs> that, and it the, the playability. It's from, it's from 2017 and they finally just took $4 off. It's an excellent game. It's a phenomenal game. It's one of the best yeah. Mario games I ever played. So worth it if you guys want to buy that game as well. But um, let's get into the main event, the pay-per-view coming up that I've already ordered um, on pay-per-view because I am a man who still has a cable box, and I do not support Bleacher Report, so I understand that Chris will not get this pay-per-view. No, I, I can't. I can't even get it because I, I'm not going to go through that again. I'm not going to sit there and fight with Bleacher Report for like the third or fourth pay-per-view in a row. Yeah, I do not blame you. It just sucks you can't see it. Like, there has to be another way. Yeah, not yet. Hopefully soon. Maybe like, they'll get that deal with HBO soon. That would be perfect. Um, so, but, oh, do you want to say something else? Oh, I was just going to say, but it's okay. I'm, I'm looking at the card. We'll kind of go through it. I mean, there's some okay matches. There's, like, I think two that have the potential to be really good and the rest I think are just going to be okay I think this match or I think this um, this pay-per-view is going to be a banger I think this is going to be a surprising banger so let's yeah. get started with the first match on our card and I'm not going to go down the list Chris I'm going to I'll go I'm just going to say I'll, I'll put the pillars match last everything else I don't care about No crap. so we have is there a buy-in is there a pre-match um, announced you know about no, not yet. I'm sure that something will pop up in the next couple of days. That was my question. What do you think it's going to be? Who knows? It's going to be something completely random. I think it's going to be a House of Black match um, against a random trios team. Now? To leave them off this card is criminal. It would be. It would be, especially because I feel like they've got a lot of momentum right now. So why not have them on the card? I would much rather have this than a battle royal. I would much rather have House of Black than a TNT title match that just started two weeks ago. I'd much yes. rather have a House of Black match over this tag team match. I would um, take it over all but maybe two matches on this card. Yeah, so I can't believe they're off. They're not on this card. But let's start from the top. A match that was made about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Wardlow versus Christian Cage in a ladder match. Why a ladder match? In their first match ever, um, why? Someone can someone tell me? But yes, Christian having, loves ladders. Uh, but there was no and T and and what was it? Warlow? He didn't he get his belt from the ladder match? I think he said. You know, I don't know, Chris. I don't know, but I do know that this is going to be a good match. I'm looking forward to it. This is one of the matches I am looking forward to. I want to see if they actually take the title away from Wardlow here. I don't think they can. I don't think they should. 
But I sure want to see another match and something built here. Do you ever notice that Tony Khan does this a lot? He makes every match their first match, a uh, gimmick match, like something like this. They don't ever build up to it. They just do it. All right, here it is. Ladder match. No, I haven't noticed that. They're starting off with gimmick matches. It's weird. It's a weird way to do it. So, what do you think? What do you think about this match? Who's going to win? What are you? Are you looking forward to it? I know you're not going to watch it, but uh, again, I, I'm. I don't think there's a lot that's going to really match wise. I don't know. Is this one really going to steal the show potential? I don't think so. Um. I would say that there's no way that Warlow can lose because they can't move the belt again, but man, they've been hot shotting a lot. And I feel like that belt would be so much better served with Christian right now than with Warlow. Cause like he's already had it lost it and then has it again and just feels irrelevant with him. So I'll just go Christian in, in, in hopes that it is him. I don't know if they'll do it, but I think they maybe should. Because like you said, Christian feels like one of the best heels on the show right now. And you need a good heel as your champion. You've you swayed me to the other side, Josh. I, I We need a good heel champion. Yes, yes, we do. And we Thank you. Thank you. Um, so we have, I think, I think Warlow's going to keep it though. But I think they need to put this match first. The first match, opening match. The crowd will never be hotter, and that's the only chance this match has to be in a banger. Because you're right. Is it going to be memorable? Usually, big guys like Wardlow and got, veterans like Christian, they move slower in these matches. Yep. Be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of the ladder is a weapon more than a ladder is a platform for me to jump off of. Yes. You know, I can see a lot of slow climbing up the ladder too, to yeah. get him some rest. You know, Luchasaurus comes in, might be, you know, choke, might choke slam um, Wardlow off the ladder, and that's how Christian wins. We'll see. We don't know. You know, who who's going to come out and help Wardlow? Arn? Arn's going to come out? You know, you know what I mean? Like, what, yeah. what's going to be the, the, the factor? Well, who's going to be the default to Luchasaurus? Unless Warlow has to overcome both of them somehow. It's impossible. And to try and make him look stronger with the belt? I don't know. It's not realistic. It's it, it should be Christian. I'm going to go with Christian just in hopes that they do the right thing. I'm going Warlow. Warlow, okay. Warlow, Warlow. So, all right. Uh, next match on this list is a – and do you have the competitors of this 21-man battle royal? I do not. Bot? I was looking for it as we were starting the show. <laughs> I honestly don't know who who's in this. They just said, like you said, 21 people went up to Tony or, or 20 people and he's 21. Like I, maybe I'm going to guess what Ricky, Ricky announced that he's in Ricky Stark. So there's one. Let's play a game. Let's play a game. I can get, let me get a pin. We are going to work this out and see who's in this match. And then we're going to see if who we're, this is going to be our final list. And then we're going to see how many we get right. We're going to work together. This is teamwork, Chris. I know this is, um, we don't do this much, but let's, let's work together. So we got Ricky Starks. All right, that's one. Yep. I imagine if Ricky's in, then uh, Bullet Bullet Club Gold is yep. going to be in there too because yep. then, yep. then they don't have anything to do. Jay White is in it. We got um, Juice. He's in it. Yep. All right, I'm going to guess Hobbs. Okay. All right, I'm going to guess Miro. 
Miro. Okay. I'm going to guess Miro. Your turn to guess. I just took two in a row. Because you, uh, you, go- you, you did you did Bullet Club Gold, so that's why I did 2-2. Two, two. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Alex Reynolds of Dark Order. Oh, Alex. You got to have losers in there, huh? You have to have losers. <laughs> yes. The people that are just in there. You can't be all all-stars, right? Like You, can't, you have to have your Peter exactly. Avalon's and you have to have your um, trash guys. Okay, I'm going to go uh, Eddie Kingston. We haven't seen him in a long time. All right. Make sure. How about uh, let's go, Big Bill. Big Bill. Oh, if Big Bill's in there, then I got Lee Moriarty. Moriarty. Okay. Yeah, it has to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna take another team. I'm gonna go Butcher and the Blade. Oh, Butcher and yeah, Tony Khan likes to do that. He likes to put tag teams in there. But I'm gonna do this because you know this guy's not gonna miss a payday. You now you're not gonna have Matt Hardy not on your pay per view. I'm gonna go Matt Hardy. Okay. I'm not going Jeff. I don't believe it. Who else? Well, I'll tell you what. We've named 12 people so far, so we got you know, not that long to go. Not that long to go. I not mean, that much. Let's, let's, let's work together a little bit. So you think any any appreciators are going to be in it? No, I don't any think. Any appreciators? Um, oh, the appreciators. I don't, I don't think they would be in it. Um, maybe a... You know, top flight. Uh, you know what they put? Oh, what about AR Fox or someone like that? They haven't used him. Oh, Commander. (laughs) Commander, you think Commander will be in there? I don't know. Like, there's always going to be some random guy in there. Bandito, but they're like his friends, so who knows? Man, no surprises from you. Like, no. I'm, I'm I'm scrolling through the list. Keith Lee, what is he doing? Is would he be in Kip Sabian? Okay, I'll put Kip in there. All right, Kip. Kip, Kip, Kip. So we need literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Do you think the acclaimed, like, Bowens or someone? I don't know. It's weird to just put them as in a battle royal with where they were at, you know? I mean, they could pop up there. They're dead. You're talking about where they were at. They're dead now. I know. Like, they went from the hottest thing in wrestling to... Just gone. That's Tony, it. Tony Khan's a killer. Kills dreams and pushes. Kills dreams. Love it. Uh, who else we got? Here? We got we to fill it, Chris. We got to fill this thing. How many more do we need? We need one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 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 More. How about Preston Vance? Ooh, Preston Vance. Oh, we're having a lot of those. Um, Wait, is he? Oh, Roosh. Roosh has to be in there. Roosh, I, yep. yeah. He sucks. I hate Roosh. Um, oh, Andrade. I'm going to put Andrade in there. I think that's yeah, how we... He, yeah. I know he's back soon. About Scorpio Sky. All what right. is he doing these Sky, days? He's not doing anything. Scorpio Sky. So we need three more. And like, I feel like we don't have enough stars in here, but I feel like we have a right amount of stars. What about Swerve for one of his guys? I mean, we could put Swerve in there, but isn't he fighting Keith Lee soon? Keith Lee. And then, Possibly. And then we have two more. Two more. Let me find you two more. It doesn't sting to say, hey, I want to be in it. Like, let, me, let, me, let me be in it, man. Um, okay. I think I think we have to, for fun, just put the appreciators in there. The two guys, 
the Daddy Magic. Yeah, and the other guy. Daddy Magic and the other guy. I'll put the other <laughs> Parker. The other. Parker. Yeah, something like that. And then Parker, orange. something Boom. or another. So guys, this is your um, battle royal. We got Ricky Starks, <laughs> Jay White, Juice Robinson, Will Hobbs, Miro, Alex Reynolds, Eddie Kingston. Big Bill, Lee Moriarty, uh, who the fuck? Butcher Blade, Matt Hardy, Kip Sabian, Vance, Roosh, Andrade, Sky, Scorpio, or Scorpio Swy, Swerve, Daddy Magic, and the other guy. And Orange Cassidy. And Orange Cassidy, of course. And the winner is, since we just broke all these people, who is going to win the title? Oh, man. It's tough. I'm going to... I'm going to only say Ricky Starks only because he's like the only person they actually announced. I am going. What, are the, what does he call himself? His fa- the God's favorite son. I'm going Miro. The Redeemer. The Redeemer. I'm going Miro. I think, I think Orange Cassidy um, is there's, there's 21, right? There's the last person, right? I think Orange Cassidy beats everyone before. Like right before, and then he's like thumbs up or whatever or whatever. He's like tired, and we hear Miro's music come out, and people fucking pop, and he yeah. rushes Orange Cat. This is the only way it could work, because boom, there you start your food feud. Boom, there we go. We have a fucking program, and and they can take that title with them over to um, Collision. Yeah, I mean that's totally fine, but we could take the title to Collision, but we still have a feud. We can still have Orange Cassidy. Maybe he goes to Collision. I don't know how that works, but we can have a feud if that if if that happens or something, because this title needs it in the worst way. Yes, I would be obviously super good with Miro. And Orange Miro. Cassidy would be awesome. Didn't didn't Orange Cassidy take the t- the TNT title away from Miro? Who took the title away from him? From Miro? Yeah. Who won? It? Who won it? Was it Sammy? <sighs> Maybe it was Sammy. I can't remember. It's been so long. Let's see if I can find it while we're looking. All right, I'll talk about the next match. The next match is your AEW Women's World Championship. Um, I, why? Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm with no with no story, no feud, no nothing. It's mainly been the outcast. Well, I mean, they got they got their story, which was. Um, it's with the outsiders, though. I mean, it's not a one-on-one story. We haven't seen Jamie Hader in how long? Heard she's hurt. Yeah, she's hurt. That's why. That title is a curse, man. The title's a curse. I'm going Tony Storm in this one. I have no. I don't care about this match. This is one of these matches I don't care about, and I think Tony Storm wins. Tony Storm. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Tony Storm as well. You know, Jamie Hayter was, again, one of the hottest, like, the acclaimed, and <laughs> died off. It's just, yes. Tony Khan has no idea how to book a champion at all. Or at least a babyface champion. All right, we have another meaningless women's match. Uh, Jade Cargill, whoever that is, versus Taya Valkyrie. I don't know why this match is on a pay-per-view. We just had this I think match. they've been having a, yeah, but haven't they been having their feud uh, over on Rampage, right? Like, I don't even know much about their feud. I don't know. I don't watch Rampage. Yeah, me neither. By the way, Sammy was the one to defeat Miro. Okay, I knew it was a little guy. Yeah, Sammy. Yeah, yeah back I, in 2021. It's how long it's been since we've really seen Miro. God, that's so that's criminal. That's like 
two years of my life gone. Yeah. Thanks, Tony. Anyway, Jade Cargill, Ty Valkyrie. I don't care. It's it's going to be Jade. There's no way in hell Taya Valkyrie is going to no. end this streak. No, she's not the one to end the streak. It's got to be Jade all day. Yes. And I feel like this is one of the, my more confident picks, if not my most confident pick. Oh, yeah. This is the lock of the century. This is the pick. <laughs> There's no other outcome unless she breaks her ankle. Even then, even then, she'll the, the, just no. The referee, the referee's like like Tony Khan yelling the refs here. You don't count that three, no. And, and the referee's <laughs> like Jade, Jade, you gotta crawl in here and just put your arm over her. All right, Taya, lay down. <laughs> just One, just lay down, <laughs> just like uh, WCW back in the day. Just yeah. lay down, and and that'll be it. That. That's what that's what happened with the uh, Sasha match or the Mercedes. Did you see that part? No. Yeah, they went to Willow went to pin Mercedes, and the ref stopped counting, and they had to redo it because he didn't know that was the the finish was Mercedes was going over, but they like oh, let's just go home. I broke my fucking ankle, pin me, and the ref didn't know, and he had a, he he went one, two, and no one kicked out. He's like two, and they had to do it again. Two and a half. <laughs> oh boy! All right, FTR. Versus the TNA job squad of Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett somehow get tag team title opportunity after tag team title opportunity after tag team title opportunity. And they don't win shit. Yep. So, oh, with Mark um, Briscoe as special and guest referee. Special guest referee. Enforcer. Yeah, I'm just, what is what? Enforcer, referee, whatever. Oh, man. I'm excited for the match because I do love Jeff Jarrett's work. And yeah, I love I know you're a huge Jeff Jarrett fan. I, I am. I, I'm excited for this. Honestly, this is going to be a good old school match. This yeah. is going to be a fun match to watch. No flips, no gimmicks, just four professional wrestlers. No, what am I talking about? This match is going to blow. <laughs> you turned on that real quick. No, I'm somewhere in the middle, man. I have no expectations. FTR is clearly going to win. No, yeah, they have to win this, but you can't. Don't give the belt to Jeff Jarrett. Clearly, no belts for Jeff Jarrett. This is one of the most predictable pay per views so far in AEW history. To yeah. me, the only thing unpredictable, unpredictable so far is the battle royal because we don't know the participants. Like, yeah, we don't even know who all is in it. So, but yeah, it has to be FTR. This is so lopsided. This isn't. This is this a stepping stone to get them into the tag team, um, you know, division. Aussie Open might be next. We don't know. Uh, they were just signed. That's good. They need yep. they need tag teams. This this whole div- company was filled with tag teams at one point. Now they don't have any. Uh, they have some. I just don't know how they just don't use them. Well, yeah, they like, just what, like what do you do with the acclaim now? Like you were at the tip, the pinnacle, and now you're at the bottom. How do you get them back into yeah, it? And they lost to the Ass Boys, who were also, I mean, not quite as over. As them, but now like both of them are just gone. Like that's it. And it wasn't that long ago. So they have tag teams. They're just not using them. I guess I'm. I'm excited for Aussie Open to, to join with AEW. I think that's pretty cool. I, oh, yeah. I, you know, that just tells me Will Ospreay's next. Which, if that happens, I, I yeah, it, it just I, I'd be happy to see him once a month on my television. If we get him three times a month, that's phenomenal. Like that's just crazy yes. to me. 
So, that would be awesome. There would be a lot of matchups there that would be I'd be looking forward to. Yes, 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 yes. So there's that match. Um, FTR wins. We all know that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Moving on to the the Chris Jericho, Adam Cole match. I did watch the full contract signing last night. It was probably one okay. of the best contract signings in a while. You know, contract signings are probably the worst segment. That and weddings are the two worst wrestling segments I've ever seen. Yes. Those are just awful. This one was good. It was original. You know, they did stuff that normal. Usually it's like, oh, you want to sign this? You want me to sign this? Blah, blah, blah. You know, this one was more of like, I signed a bitch. Let's go. And Chris Jericho's like, whoa. He played the whole (laughs) segment again. Like, Chris Jericho played it perfectly. Chris Jericho was good. And I have not liked Jericho's work in a long time. And it was good. It was really good from what I saw. Yeah, better than normal. I was thinking the same thing that I was like, oh, man, another another contract signing. Like, how many of these are we going to do? Like, it's the same thing. Let's just get to the let's just get to the match already. I will say this, though. I do have one thing I wanted to ask you about when it comes to contract signings that I don't like, that I really don't like. As far as wrestling logic go and, and these contract signings, why why do they only require why do they only show a contract signing is it are they suggesting that no one else signed a contract for their any other match is everyone going in without contracts why does this one require a contract it's not even for a belt why did they have to sign a contract so here's what i think it is i think it's i mean i know you know I know the purpose is to get them out there for one more no, segment face to face, but like, what's the logic behind I'm, it? I'm trying to think, and I'm, I'm trying to give you the logic. I wasn't going to give you the reason. Like, oh, they're just trying to get them a segment. No, I think one of the parties, whether it be Adam Cole or Chris Jericho, wants the other one to, and the other one doesn't want to. That's pretty much the premise of every contract signing. Um, and then, like, but then they ultimately end up signing the contract. Yeah. So, so the the baby face of this, you know, is Adam Cole pretty much wanted it. Like, Jericho, you coward, sign this contract and fight me like a man. Like, that was probably like, hey, Tony, I'm going to challenge Chris Jericho to a con, like, to a thing, and I'm going to make him sign a con. Well, whatever. I think it's someone's request. Because it, because every single one is, I'm not signing that. If you want me to sign that, well, then the other guy, oh, the, other, the baby face always signs it real quick. All right, here it is. Here, sign, signed. I want mm-hmm. this. I want this match. And the other guy's like, eh, well, under my conditions, you know. So it's always, I think so, the baby face always requests it. That's in wrestling logic has to, and but it, but like they don't have to for every other match because everyone else is yeah we're on board. Well yeah everyone else is but in, in a situation like this where Jericho probably doesn't want to because he's a coward, he was baited into it. He's that's so that's what it is. It's it's for use of the coward type heel. Oh well, there's like Roman Reigns has had some. He's never been Roman Reigns is not a coward heel. His is more of like a power move where I'm because he because when he did it. He was the one sitting down and controlling it while Brock Lesnar was the one who was like, he also wanted to sign it. But So I guess you can use it in two different ways. You know, Roman used it as I'm an alpha, come to my office or come to my ring and sign my contract, bitch. Whereas they used it Jericho. as, Jericho used it as, you know, this and that, this and that, you know, why should I, yada, yada, yada. Um, I could see, I could see if they had to do it like, uh, 
they're both agreeing to a special rule or some special terms and each side's getting something out of the deal that you wouldn't normally have in a match. And so they have to sign on. Like I would understand it there, but like they have to sign paperwork just to fight each other, but the, it's wrestling. They literally fight each other every week and they don't have to sign contracts left and right. So uh, I don't know. I, I think I wish they could incorporate a little bit more of the why within the realm of wrestling logic. I think, you know, lame. Um, I also think this is lame that Sabu's here. I think it's totally lame. I think that, um, you know, a lot of, I'm sure you've seen um, everything on Twitter um, where he didn't let uh, multiple wrestlers come into his company. Um, Hulk Hogan's banned for life. Um, so, you know, somebody else was also pulled from, somebody was advertised on a dynamite and then pulled because of a tweet that person tweeted out where Sabu has said multiple, multiple terrible things on Twitter, whether it be homosexual slurs, racist, and that yet here he is. Yeah. You know, and Tony Khan was quoted saying, we have no need for this in, in my AEW and in our business and our, in our family. And yet this, this is here and Sabu's here. And a lot of people are upset about it. And plus it yeah. doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense. Why is he here? Yeah. I didn't understand last night because i was like wait now is this match growing and there's going to be stables and he's going to add to try and balance it out but like he's just he's just there obviously i imagine he's going to get involved somehow or do something because they couldn't have i don't know it'd just be weird if they brought him just to stand outside the ring and just observe this match because he's not you know what i mean like i don't know it'd be weird it just doesn't it doesn't make sense like what does it add? Special enforcer. So what is he going to enforce? And what is he there? Well, what's he, what, what does he have to do with the story? Yeah. Nothing. What's, what's the story? Nothing. With inside wrestling logic, nothing. Outside of wrestling logic, it's a name to draw in some people, I guess. Who? Who watched ECW, man? You know what I mean? Like yeah. in, real, in real life, who's a bigger star? Sabu? Or, I don't even know. Sabu's not a fucking big name anymore. When no. I saw Sabu was there, I didn't care. I didn't go, whoa, Sabu. No, I said, I said, Sabu, why? What are we, Yeah. what's happening? I was very confused. Adam Cole has to win. Adam Cole for sure. I mean, it's his, this is his, uh, isn't this like his first feud back? Yeah, he has to win. He's got to win. Jericho doesn't stand to really gain anything. It's got to be an Adam Cole win. But right now, that would put us at what? A babyface win for Adam Cole? A babyface win for FTR? Who's the babyface in the Jade match? Is she still a heel? Yeah, she's still a heel. Um, we have... I have, I have heel, heel win? I have heel Tony Storm winning. I have um, heel Miro winning. And I have babyface Wardlow. I'm like right down the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right down yeah. the middle. I think we're both about down the middle then. Okay. All right. Anarchy anarchy in the arena, which, God, why are they doing that? I don't want to see an anarchy in the arena match. I didn't know that was that until just now. You didn't? No. They've only been advertising it as anarchy in the arena over and over again. I haven't watched AEW much lately. It's been fucking trashed. Um, God, really? It's going to be so annoying. Oh look! Here's what Kenny Omega's doing over here to John Moxley. Oh look, this. So okay, so they're gonna you th- assume they're gonna match up one versus one. So let's do it. Kenny is gonna be matched up against 
Moxley. No, Paige has to be. Mo- Are you still there? I would think Kenny and Kenny and Brian. Uh, Brian Danielson. Moxley is going to go with Hangman. Hangman, and then and then the other two versus the other two. Yeah. So Matt. Matt with um, Cesaro and I think Nick with Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, or interchangeable there. See that that right there is a big problem to me. You have your ROH champion. Is Cesaro still the ROH champion? Yes. You have your ROH. He, he was in that match two weeks ago where yes. if he lost, he'd have to have his title match. But instead, since he won, they got the title match last night. So you have your ROH champion, third wheel, going against a mid I'm, I'm singles wrestler, Matt Jackson or Nick. They're tag teams. Cesaro should destroy Matt or Nick. Destroy. Yeah. Because he's an ROH champion, and he should not be getting beat up by a half of a tag team. That's a problem. Yeah. But the wheel, uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. I'll just suspend belief. I'm excited for this match. I just didn't know it was going to be anarchy in the damn arena. It's too confusing to me. The last one I didn't like. I didn't like the last one whatsoever. Yeah. I. This is actually the match I'm most excited for. This is the one that I. that's going to make me miss not being able to purchase the pay-per-view because I feel like this one is going to be the most entertaining match on the card. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be entertained. Far. I'm just not going to know what's happening half the time. Um, I'm yeah. excited for it. Now it's time to... How do you win? Does pinfall anywhere or someone has to give up? Um, I wonder if it can be either pinfall or submission or whatever. Imagine anywhere because it's anarchy in the arena. So I imagine they could do it anywhere. So I'm going to go. They would have, they, I'm sure they'll bring it back to the ring though. Cause isn't that typically how they do it? They'll go venture out for a while. And then like, do you really want the, the pinfall or something to be when nobody's around and you don't have the crowd and they're all having to watch a video board in the match? I've seen worse. So, I don't know. I am going to go with the BCC. I think Yeah. I think that Don Callis and Takeshka are the equalizer, or not equalizer, the X factor. Mm-hmm. And I think that this sets up that fifth member for the elite, whoever it may be, and sets up that blood and guts match. Um, do you think that they could pull over Adam Cole for that one to have him come help out? I think it's going to be Ibushi. Ibushi. I can't pronounce his name. <laughs> I can't pronounce anyone's name. <laughs> Coda. Coda. I'll just say Coda. Okay. I think it's yeah, I'm, I'm kind of leaning a little bit more towards Combat Club because it just feels like the story should go that way. That way the baby faces have to regroup and, and figure it out. And Combat Club, they just feel like the biggest deal in AEW right now. Like they're just going through and just beating the crap out of everybody. Here's what I would like to see. I would like to see all four members of the Elite, at the very end, all four members of the Elite um, bloodied, battered, and at the end after they win, whoever gets the pinfall or makes them submit or whatever it may be, have them just stack the bodies on top of each other. Like, and they're all just, seriously, and just imagine that. Like, their bodies are on top of each other. They're bleeding everywhere. And that's how the show ends with, like, the BCC celebrating the elite are just dead in the middle of the ring. That'd be awesome. Minus, of course, this won't be the last match. So it won't end that it way. Should, but, but it should be the last match. It should be. Absolutely. This is one of the very few times 
where I feel like a match other than the main event title match should go last because this is the one that feels like the biggest deal. I feel like after this, it's going to be a cool off. Like I would not want to be the match that has to follow this one. You mean Jaden and Taya? <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it's going to be. Or uh, the other, they'll pro- no, they'll probably put Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm in that spot, I bet. Oh, poor them. Poor them. So, yeah, and still, even still, I think the Four Pillars match is still going to feel like a cool-down period. Like, almost like this match needs to go first. If it's not going last, it needs to go first. But then it's, like you said, troublesome because you need that ladder match to open up for there to be any excitement about that one. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? This is kind of a bit of an underwhelming card. Yeah. Compared to some other ones. I still think it's going to be a banger. I still think yeah. it, man. They always put on bangers. Uh, last match, um, four pillars. I cannot wait till this is over. You have yes. no idea. This has been one of the worst builds to a championship match I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Jack Perry, who I hope doesn't win ever, anything ever again in his life. Um, MJF, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara. I think this is going to be a flippity floppity match, a fun match. There'll be a lot of spots, yep. a lot of fun spots, a lot of moments. A lot of these tweeters, tweeters are going to be retweeting a lot of these spots. In the end, we know MJF wins. So who does he pin? That's, that's probably the, the better question here than who wins. It's who does he pin to get the win? Who does he pin and who's next? That's all I care about. Yeah. I think he ha- he can't pin Darby. He's too important. Even though I don't like him and I know, you know, I know he's over and I know he's important to the company. Even though, you know, I'm smart enough to understand he's super over and he's probably the best out of these, the other guys. I think he has to pin Jungle Boy. I think out of all three, he's been the weakest. And it's not just because of everything that has happened with him as well. He, he has been the weakest, and I don't like his attitude lately. And, <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Being serious. Hey, 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 boss. I don't really like to um, call attorneys at work, so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to try. Like, really? Fuck you. Do your job. No. Um, so fuck him. I hope he gets pinned, and I hope it's a punishment. I don't think it will be Sammy, that's for sure. I don't see it as being Sammy because the heel pinning the heel just seems unlikely. So I put it between, if you're going Jack Perry, I'm just going to go Darby just to go opposite because I think it's one of the two of them. All right, so now we established that MJF is going to win. Who's next? There has to be someone set up for next. I think I know who it is. I think he's, I think he's getting ready. I think we're Who's next see, then? It's going to be Phil. Yeah? They have oh. to. They have to. Oh, they have God. To. I'm still dreading the fact that he is coming back. Obviously, with Collision getting announced for Chicago, which we all knew. We all knew it was going to be there. It's like I'm just counting down the days until he comes back, and I'm just worried it's going to blow up in their face again, and it's going to have worse consequences this time. Yeah. It, it, it's just, you know, they have to have the match. It, it sets it up perfectly. What is it, May 
May 20. It's going to be May 26. So you have, what, one more dynamite before collision or two more dynamites? When is the debut? June 17th? Oh, man, I'm, I'm way off. So Yeah, you're way off. I don't have a calendar in front of me. I'm just trying to do the math of how MJF can hold off until – until collision, because I feel like collisions were going to get was the setup for the the match. Yeah, and I, I so we'll like, have one, two, we'll have three more dynamites until collision. All right, so you can easily have MJF come out. Uh, you know, skip the first dynamite, so that's one down. So we have two. Him come out and boast about being the best, and then the third dynamite could be like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm telling y'all, um, who's fighting me next, but not. Not tonight. Not here in this shitty dump. We're going to, um, you know, we're going to Chicago and Collision, and that's when I'll tell you who the next opponent will be, and that will set up everything. Yeah. And it could be Punk coming out, and there we go, and the crowd will go bonkers, and there'll be a moment, and we'll they'll get a million views, and then there we are, and then it sets up what for all in. That'd be perfect. Yeah. I don't know. You're probably right, but I I just don't want to see. Him. I don't I mean, want him back. That was the match. That was supposed to be the match. Whenever he, whenever MJF came back, you yeah. Know, you know, Tony doesn't change his his his, his uh, creation. He doesn't change. He he waits. How long did he wait for Adam? You know, for all everything, everything that is has happened. He's never changed. When when Adam Cole and Brian Danielson came to the company, mm-hmm. and CM Punk. Hell, right then and there, Punk is my champion. Right then and there, because he's mm-hmm. the top guy. But Tony's like, no, no, that's not my plans. His plans were this, 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 that, that, that. So that's his plans. His plans are eventually going to have Punk and, and CM, CM Punk and Phil, or Phil, CM Punk and um, uh, MJF to do their match again. Yep. But reverse roles. MJF will be the baby face. Phil will be the bad guy. Guarantee it. Promise. Okay. Because every, I promise you. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. It, you're, you're probably not wrong. I could definitely, I mean, all signs point to that happening. So it's probably, unfortunately, going to happen. Yes. So that's it for the AEW uh, preview show for Double or Nothing. I will be watching it uh, Sunday night. You Sunday will night. Sucks. Unless, unless I can find a, a, a stream somewhere else other than Bleacher Report. So um, you can follow me on Twitter. I'll be live tweeting most likely if I don't fall asleep during. I will fall asleep. I fall asleep during every pay per view they put on, um, <laughs> just because of, it's just the length. The length is you know, and I'm tired. I'm old. Uh, so follow me on Twitter, Josh Kimball OUS. Follow Chris on Twitter as well, RTW Chris. Yep. Um, and Chris, any last words before we go? Um. Well, hopefully it's a good pay per view, and I don't know. Fingers crossed that I find some other way to watch it. All right, guys, that's it for us. Peace out. See ya.